Hello and welcome to Grace Church Vienna. This Sunday, Johann van Damme will be closing our series through the Gospel of John with a sermon titled, Learning to Live. Looking into John chapter 17, we read about the prayer Jesus prayed at the end of his ministry and how he cares for the believers. We see how Jesus wants us to be his witnesses in the world, the same way as he was sent by the Father for the same purpose. And we'll learn more about life on earth, eternal life, and God's protection. Today is the last day of our John series. Um, so for the whole year of 2021, we've, we've been going through the Gospel of John. And today will be the last part in John chapter 17. Um, and then afterwards, we will, throughout the summer, we will continue in a, in a series about the um, book of Acts. About the Postgeschichte. <laughs> anyway, um, so I would like to read... John 17, um, and we're happy to have Johann van Damme with us um, to, to talk about this important chapter. I'm reading from the NIV. Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you have, you gave to me. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours, you gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. For I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine. And glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world not no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by that name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to be destruction, so that scripture would be fulfilled." I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world, so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself, and they too may be truly sanctified. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. 
May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought into complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given to me to be with me where I am and see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you and do you know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and I will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. This is the word of the Lord. Chapter. So much is written in it and only a few thoughts we have time for. Now, first of all, I hope that you will have a valuable time here. I think in many churches, time gets spoiled in such a way. Yeah, People sit instead of meeting the Almighty and can live another week. They just sit, wait for the end, say bye-bye, and that was it. I really hope that today it is something what, what makes a difference, something what will touch your heart, something you can really live with. Uh, this chapter, chapter 17, uh, reminds me so about chapter 15, where Jesus says, I am the wine and you are the branches. You are the ones living out of God's fullness. You are the branches. You are the branches living out of God's fullness. This is so much that you wonder, how in the world, how in the world can I live this way out of God's fullness? And it is so important that we do because Jesus paid a very high price for our salvation. And salvation means that, that something unbelievable happens in your life. It is even so that you got a total new start of living. Before it was just you, and after you got a became a Christian, it was you and the Almighty God. The Almighty God entered into your life, not to sit there and be quiet. He is there to live through you. Like the wine and the branch. The branch does get all its power, all its way to grow. The fruits on the branch, it has all to do with the vine. 
you say, I experienced not too much of that in my life. I don't know how to live a thing like that. The Bible says we live by faith. And by faith your sins were forgiven. You might have not felt very much forgiven at the end. But by faith your sins are forgiven. If you don't believe it, yeah, you're just still swimming in the soup. You are still in the midst of your sins. Sins are forgiven by faith. Learning to live by faith. Learning to live by faith out of God's fullness. And just as as you can sit here in this church, not conscious of God's presence, you can live not conscious of God's presence. And if you sit here in the church, not expecting him to be here and talking to you, yeah, then you get empty away, and it was just another meeting. If you sit here and, and be there for God, open your heart for the living God, Jesus asked Peter a question. Who do you think am I? And Peter gave the answer. And it was the right answer. And Jesus said, not flesh and blood communicated this to you. But the Father in heaven communicated it to you. Could it be that we need all a touch of this? That the Father in heaven opens up your eyes. That you can see that this spiritual world gets a life. That God gets a life. Uh, just like, like David says in the Psalms, with my God. I can conquer an army. It was a life for him. His eyes were opened in in Ephesians chapter 1. Paul prays for the church that the eyes of their hearts get opened. That they will see Wouldn't that be something? Shall we pray for that? That the eyes of our hearts get opened. That we can see how rich we are. Because he says then that we will see then our inheritance. Because of this miracle. Lord Jesus, thank you for your presence. Thank you for wanting to talk to us. Thank you for this miracle of touching 
my eyes and our eyes that we can see and that we start living in this world in your presence and living the Christian life. Amen. You might think, when does this fellow start talking about chapter 17? Uh, I think I did. In chapter 15, I talked about of Jesus being divine and we the branches and living out of God's fullness and God living through us and the fruit hanging on us come from this vine because this wine is so good that is why the fruit is and how the channel is by faith accepting it that you are a child of the almighty that you are born again and Paul said not anymore I but Christ liveth in me and one of the the key verses of that chapter is chapter uh, 15 verse 5 without me you can do nothing realizing God I need you that's the way to become a branch God I need you that is the first step God, I need you. Uh, in uh, Matthew uh, says, uh, blessed those who are hungry. They will be filled. They will be satisfied. But woe, woe to those who are satisfied because they will be the hungry ones at the end. Blessed are you when you sit here with the desire in your heart, God, I want more. I want salvation. I want to be, be living in, in your presence. And this hunger is the basis for living. And in uh, this chapter, we read, uh, and this is such a privilege in chapter 17, that you may listen to one of the most private things from Jesus where he talks with the father that's interesting to know what his relationship is with the father he says he said it some time ago it was written there he says also I I do send you in this world like I am sent how was he sent? He said, uh, that is the first sentence here, Father, the hour has come. Give glory to your Son, so that the Son may give glory to you. <laughs> How will Jesus give glory to the Father? He said, Father, give glory to me, then I can give glory to you. That is a dependence. 
I can give that what you give to me. The same lesson for us to be learned. Getting from God and giving it. Getting and giving. Are we living out of God's fullness? Is he our source? Uh, Jesus says in verse 2, You gave him authority over all people so that they might give eternal life to those you gave him. You gave me authority, Jesus says. You gave me authority. Jesus lives in a dependence on God that he needs him. And it's his authority he got. Dear people, time for getting. Time for getting your hands open that it can be filled. Time for leaving things of the world, what you just keep try to keep loose and say, God, my hands are empty for you. I want to receive. I want to receive your love, your grace, your power. And the text here goes on in verse 5. Father, give me glory in your presence now. And in verse 22, I gave them the same glory you gave to me. Father, give me glory now. I gave the same glory you gave to me. To receive and to give that life. To receive from God, to live out of his fullness. Out of his fullness, I've taken grace by grace. We read also in John. Out of living, out of his fullness. Hey, out of what do you live? Out of what do you live? His fullness of love. His fullness of, of power to resist. His fullness of being faithful and being with us. Are you living out of this? Um, verse 12. While I was with them, I kept them safe by the power of your name. The name you gave me. You find an utter dependence in Jesus in these verses where he was the one receiving. We are the ones receiving because as Jesus has been sent into the world, so are we, the receivers. They, those who receive and those who receive from the Almighty are you living out of his loving hands and his hands are loving they care in such a way 
I think also that uh, prayer is one of the main ways of receiving because prayer is the expression of need. God, I can't, but you can. Prayer is the way to live out of God's fullness. Jesus prays for uh, grace, uh, glory. Uh, he prays and says also that what I've given to them, that is what uh, God has given to him. And we catch Jesus here in the middle of a prayer time. Prayer for many people is a burden. So stupid. So stupid. Prayer is not a burden. I have to go to a prayer meeting. I hope the hour will be soon gone. Yeah. No. Prayer is to put through your worries on him. All your sorrows, throw them on him. Prayer is the time where you get rid of your worries. Now, it might be that you pray for all kinds of things, yeah, and forget about your worries, and your worries keeps you awake in the night. Yeah, uh, that is possible, but it's not very wise. Your wor- you should bring your worries to him. Not that you can forget them. No, he says, because I will worry for you. I will take that problem. Isn't that something? Bringing your problems to him. And there are many tough things to swallow in life who are not easy at all. But in the middle of it all, you can experience God. Even if I go through a valley of darkness, I will be not afraid because you are here. He is in the middle of valleys of darkness. Are you going through something like that? Dark. But, but you know, Jesus is there. And that is the lesson to be learned in the middle of it all. Then you learn life. Life has tough sights. But it is beautiful for the world to be able to observe a Christian who uh, uh, is differently, lives out of another source. And next thing, what I would like to mention out of this uh, part of the Bible, uh, I will come a, a little bit later to the unity, uh, as me- most people think mainly about the unity, but I'm talking about it all the time, about the unity. 
because the unity is not sitting together in a church. The unity is living out of the same source. The unity is, is to have see the others as a child of God where God pays an enormous price for. The people around you have been paid for by an enormous price. Now, some couples, for the married ones, they treat the other one not extremely as something valuable. Now, the most valuable thing I have gotten to live for on this world is that what's sitting over there, my wife. And at the end of my life is the question, did she blossom up? Could she live? Did she have an... A, a, a learning experience at the, uh, we always had difficulties at a meeting. My wife has the gift of talking to people. I have the gift of walking away. I disappeared many times and had to wait until she was done and talked with the people. You know, it was a privilege to wait when I discovered that my job is to make certain that she can live. And at the end of my life, the most important question for me is, did she really blossom? Was she really living? And the same question is with friends, with people we are together with. Yeah. Are we, do we have people where we are not, not nice at all to? You know, a high price has been paid. And, and this person lives by my reactions the way I treat is the way should be the way God treats me caring if I have a problem he's there when I'm failing when I'm failing, he is there. May the people around you make failures, mistakes, stupid things, where you say, cool, cool. Yeah, something wrong up there. He is there. Are you the one living for the people around you? And that is the unity here. Being sent in the world as Jesus has sent. And he has a lot of patience. He has even patience like, like uh, these slow, extreme, slow learning uh, folk uh, as we are. 
we need so much time for learning. Do you have time for people? May they take time to learn? It is not nice when they have the same stupid mistakes year after year. Do you have enough time? Uh, here we uh, see in verse 21 pray that they may be all one Father may they be in us just as you are in me and I am in you like I am in you you are in them. The same relationship, this relationship of dependence on God. And also are we sent like them and they, we should be like them to the people around us and with us. I living for others that they can live. Um, and here the text goes on, that they may be in us just as you are in me and I am in you. May they be one so that the world will believe that you sent me. With this relationship, the non-Christians will see through this unity with Jesus and this unity with one another that we are Christians. There is one on one place in the Old Testament God says, where is your brother? Where is the person next to you? What are the needs? Do you know? Do you know the need of the persons living around you? A unity of carrying and caring for one another. I gave them the same glory you gave me. Jesus has given us the, the same glory as he got to us. So that they may be one, just as you and I are. A unity what has to do with the relationship of Jesus and the Father. And we have read, uh, read the, the, about the relationship of Jesus and the Father. A total living 
for the other. This is what is the written here. I send them into the world just as you sent me into the world and for that their sake I dedicated myself. in the belt he did be sent in the world and was dedicated to them dedicated to the people around you you may say no yeah that is also a thing that is um, that sounds like awkward I, I will not be really living then. Uh, I need uh, uh, I need differently. It is amazing. But at the moment, you let go. And not anymore living for yourself. You'll be amazed, amazed, amazed how good you can live with that. How a people person gets freed by living for others and not anymore for yourself. You get then uh, at the end at like the cream on top of the coffee, on top of it as a gift. And if you have very little cream on the coffee, then it might be that you are not really living for others because this is how we have been sent in this world. This is our task. And we must, we must, we must ask ourselves, uh, for what am I sent? What does God expect from me at the end of my life? Did I do then something stupid with his life? I should have, yeah, uh, in the film where it is, I forgot the name, my memory is not so good, but that is an, a fellow who saved so many Jews in his factory. And at the end, he saw his golden ring he had still on his finger. And he felt so sorry after the war was finished that he still had this golden ring, didn't sell it, and would get one or two more Jews in his company because he had to pay for the Jews in his company. It would be too bad at the end of our lives to miss the purpose. That is why this hunger for God is wanting to learn to live with him, yeah, is so important. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. This is a world worthwhile getting into. Worthwhile living. It is a different world. Yeah, true. Yeah, but it is a beautiful world. A world with fullness. And I think we have to finish. John 5, verse 19. 
The sun can do nothing by himself. The sun can do nothing by himself, Jesus says. He can do nothing by himself, you also. Do you need him? Fine. Good. Good. Then you are in good hands, giving hands. I made known, that is the last verse out of the chapter. I made you known, and I will continue to do so, in order that the love you have for me may be in them. And so that I also be in them. I made you known to them, and I will continue to do so. He shows more and more who he is. Okay, that's life. Perhaps you have a bank account. What changed color? In the past, it was nice black. Now it is red. Okay. Isn't that an interesting lesson to be learned? To trust God and not to keep awake in the night because of it? Uh, Perhaps you have somebody you really think is the most awkward people you can think of. Yeah? I can do just about everything except, okay, isn't that something? To learn to know him as the one who loves everybody, including the awkward ones, okay? Learning to know God, walking with him, one lesson after the other. And I can congratulate you. One, if you are now thinking about your problems, I can congratulate you with the problems. Because there is where you can learn God, how he is really the answer, where you can live with peace in your heart in the middle of the storm. Even if I go through a dark valley, I'm not that scared. Because you are with me. And so you can go in the future with him, depending on him, weak and strong at the same time. Lord, thank you that you are here to be the giver. The giver of yourself, your presence in our lives. Thank you, Lord. And I pray that that all of us will allow you to take over and that we give you a, a big place in our lives. And this life with you, we want to live. Thank you. That it is you who is after us. And that your hand is stretched out for us. To every single one of us. And that our life 
is a life of grace where sinners get a stretched out hand from you. And Lord, we failed so many times, but your hand is stretched out to failures. Thank you for your goodness and for your presence. Amen.